Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Money Stepper Q&A podcast. Question 70, asking for a pay rise. Now, Tony has asked us two questions, which will be the basis of this and the next episode. So first of all, for this episode, he asks, I've been thinking for a while that I should get a raise in my current employment. I've taken on various new roles within my firm and more responsibilities, but however, I've not received a raise for them. What and how would be the best way for me to ask my bosses for a raise? I'm a trainee auditor based in Surrey, Currently on £20,000. I've completed half of my ACCA exams so far. Well, for this question, Tony, and for anything related to compensation as an employee, you need to put yourself in your employer's shoes. They will need to consider a few things to appropriately determine your pay level. One, what value do you bring to the company, specifically monetarily? Two, what is your market rate elsewhere? And three, what are the consequences if you leave? So from your question, I can take your job title of trainee auditor. It may be tough to demonstrate the first point of the monetary value which you bring to the company. For those of you who aren't aware, auditors tend to have an external charge out rate which the audit firm charges to their clients. Now this can range from as low as £50 for an hour for certain trainees up to hundreds or even thousands of pounds per hour for senior partners. At every level, this clearly way exceeds the employee's hourly rate. I know this because when I was at a big four accountancy firm on the graduate scheme, I once calculated my charge-out rate at being almost 30 times what I was being paid per hour based on my annual salary and the number of hours I actually worked. However, this is standard for the industry. As such, should to determine your value and hence your relative salary, they'll be looking more towards what the equivalent roles internally and externally are getting paid. So that's effectively the second question I asked, which was what is your market rate? And actually it links a little bit closely to the third point as well. They'll ask themselves, if you leave, how long and how much would it cost to find and train your replacement? A lot of this will depend on how good you are and the additional tangible value that you bring to the company. Now, you mentioned that you've taken on new roles and more responsibilities. So, Tony, are these roles and responsibilities ones that they would need to find someone else to cover? Could your direct replacement do that, or would they need to employ or train others to take over those responsibilities? You need to try and map those out and try and put a value on them if you can. For anyone wanting to negotiate their salary, the key to approaching this with your employer is to do the research up front as if you were them. You need to understand these type of questions you're asking because they will ask these questions and you either either have to be prepared with answers or better still, use those answers as the basis of your argument. If you can come to a meeting with proof that you are currently not being paid what someone in your role should be, it will be very difficult for your employer to dismiss your arguments offhand. 
However, if you go into the meeting with the self-righteous attitude of I'm amazing, I deserve £5,000 more a year, then it's actually likely that your arguments will be dismissed and maybe even you'll be dismissed. Also, be careful to make it clear that money isn't your only objective here, Tony. It can be a difficult thing to phrase, but it can have a huge impact. If your employer thinks that the only thing you care about is the number on your paycheck and not how you're helping the company, then they'll have no incentive to increase that number because you'll always just be wanting more and more. However, if you can phrase your argument to say that you like the extra roles and responsibilities that you've been given and you'd like to take on even more and continue to exceed their expectations, then they'll be impressed. If you can then follow that argument up with the fact that you're being remunerated less than your peers for doing the same or more work and you find that slightly demotivating, then they'll be open to listening to that. Equally, if there's opportunities elsewhere in the market which will compensate you better for those skills, those roles, those responsibilities, it would be remiss of you to ignore those for the benefit of you and your family. Again, if you go to your employer with something like that, they'll find it very difficult to tell you to get lost. So, Work out what you're worth, write down why you think you're worth that much, and find real tangible proof. Only then, Tony, should you approach your employer to discuss your compensation package based on these facts. I hope that helps, and I hope that helps for anyone who is thinking about asking for a pay rise. If you've got any specific tips or hints or little tricks of the trade uh, when it comes to asking for a pay rise, I'd love to hear them. Head to moneystepper.com forward slash question 70 Leave your comments there and I'll make sure they get passed on to Tony. On Wednesday, we'll be back to answer Tony's other question, which is about how to start investing in a stocks and shares ISA and whether he should do that instead of putting money into his pension. See you then. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.